Hi, I'm Pastor Rob from Calvary Chapel, and this is the Let's Talk Truth podcast, a place where we discuss various topics related to exercising our faith, understanding the Bible, and strengthening our relationships with those around us. Let's explore together some powerful ways to make a lasting impact in our culture and leave a better world for the next generation. So let's get started, and let's talk truth. Hi there, and welcome to the Let's Talk Truth podcast. My name's Rob Taylor, and I'm the pastor at Calvary Chapel in Brentwood, Tennessee. And I'm so glad you tuned in with me today. The Lord has put it upon my heart to start this podcast to create a place where people can come together and talk about truth. So what does it mean when I say talk about truth? What I really mean is talking about the Word of God, because the Word of God is truth. So in this first episode, I'd just like to introduce myself and just kind of lay out the framework of what this podcast could be and hopefully will be to create a place for conversations to happen with regards to the truth of God's Word and the events in this world. I plan to have special guests, as the Lord leads, to talk about a variety of topics, including individuals with a heart for worship and other pastors that are serving the Lord, hoping they will be willing to share their talent with us on the show. I'd also like to have a time of prayer, a place to pray for specific needs in our world, in our country, and even in our state, as well as prayer requests that may come in through listeners. We will look at Scripture and consider how God is asking us to live according to the Bible. So I certainly plan on doing some devotions and looking into God's Word. Jesus said in John 17, 17, Sanctify them by your truth. Your Word is truth. John 17 is a recorded prayer of Jesus himself, uh, praying for his disciples, praying for the world. And he's asking God, to sanctify them by his truth. And and very clearly says your word is truth. So we see that even Jesus uses the word of God as the ultimate authority in his life and in the life of those that follow him. So who am I and what's my background? I'm 55 years old and I've been walking with the Lord for almost 30 years now. I got saved in 1992 at a Calvary Chapel in South Florida. So more than half of my life has been lived with the Lord in it, compared to a life without the Lord. I did not grow up in a Christian home, although my home was a very loving place. Christ was not at the center of it. Uh, I can remember as a child being dropped off at a local church for Sunday school, uh, but did not find the Lord in that place. I was loved by my father and mother and always felt taken care of during my upbringing. And I know that isn't the case for everyone. So I'm very thankful for the parents that the Lord has given to me and the life that he's given to me. I never really wanted to go to church growing up. Never saw a reason for it. Um, Didn't believe that there was a God. I probably thought like everybody else did. You live the best life you can and then you die. Nothing beyond this earth. I had a cousin who got saved and actually went into the ministry, traveled outside of the country, and lived as a missionary in the mission field. Uh, But for me, it never made any sense. But one Easter Sunday morning, I found myself 
listening to a pastor share the Easter message. And he shared specifically that there was a God-shaped hole in my soul that God wanted to take residence in. And during that time, I was contemplating God, thinking about God. Did he exist? I felt that my life had no purpose. And I felt there was something missing. And it was during that message I realized I was missing God. I didn't understand what that meant. I didn't know at the time that God wanted to have a relationship with me. All I knew is that I was feeling empty. And this message that this pastor was sharing really ministered to my heart. So at the end of that service, when he gave the opportunity for people to open their hearts to receive Jesus as Savior, it was in that moment that I wanted God in my life. As it turns out, my wife and I gave our lives to the Lord that day, and we began to walk on a path that God had specifically for us, not knowing one day I would become a pastor, not knowing where I'd live or what I'd do, but all I knew is that God had our hearts. So now you know a little bit about me, and I'm sure as time goes on, I'll share more and more of my testimony and all the things that God has done in me and through me, how he's protected me, how he's provided for me, and how he's blessed me in so many ways. Who's this podcast for, you might ask? Well, anyone that is interested and willing to seek God's truth. For instance, the Bible says in Matthew chapter 7, Jesus speaking, Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds. And to him who knocks it will be opened. Or what man is there among you who, if his son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will you give him a serpent? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father, who is in heaven, give good things to those who ask him? What I love about this area of Scripture is Jesus very clearly puts a responsibility on our shoulders that we would ask, that we would seek, and that we would knock. Jesus speaks of us constantly, consistently going to the Lord and speaking with him. I ask you, are you one that asks the Lord for the things that you need? Are you the one that seeks after the Lord in everything that you do? whether it's work, whether it's home, relationships with friends, seeking the Lord and seeking his heart? And are you one that consistently knocks on the door of heaven, pleading and asking God to provide for you? Because I believe what Jesus is saying here is that if we would be consistent and we would come to the Lord on a regular basis, we would learn how to ask according to God's will. We would learn to seek the Lord for the things that he wants in our lives more than the things that we want in our lives. Seeking his will being done. God wants you to have wonderful things. 
God wants to bless you. He loves to bless his children. And so I'm encouraging you here today, right now, spend time seeking the Lord, asking him to move in your heart, to move in your life in a powerful way, and ask that you would glorify him in the process. Oh, like I said, he loves to give things to us, but he doesn't want to spoil us. He doesn't want us to become those spoiled children of God that just bask in all the things that we have. Because as I've said many, many times, all that the Lord has already done for us is more than enough to satisfy us in this life. We all have needs. We all have desires. We all want something from God. But let's be the kind of people that ask the Lord to give us those things that will cause us to draw near to God, draw closer to God, and not the things that will increase the distance or increase the gap between us and the Lord. God wants your heart and to have a relationship with him that is vibrant, that is active, and is like your best friend. In fact, the Word of God tells us that Jesus says, I call you friends. And to be a friend of God is to be the friend of the most holy and most high God. Think about it. The God in heaven who created you, the God in heaven who created all the earth and the universe, wants to have a relationship with you because he loves you, because he cares for you. Never forget how much God loves you. So I encourage you, ask, seek, knock regularly. That's what God desires from you. I want you to think about the relationship that you have with your best friend. What makes that relationship special? What makes that relationship different than every other relationship in your life? Why is that person your best friend? I would suggest that it's probably because you love to spend time with that person. You love to hear what's going on in their life. You love to know what they're feeling and what they're thinking about. And that's why they're your best friend. When I think about my best friends currently, or the best friends I had when I was growing up in Rochester, New York, the guys I used to hang out with, the friends that I used to spend time with. I just love to laugh with them. I love to experience life together with them. And it's just such a privilege and an honor to be mutually loved. And that's no different than a relationship with God. That relationship that you have with the Lord should be one that's the most important, one that encourages you the most, one that causes you to want to spend time with God. See, God, as I said, loves you so very, very much. And we might say we love God or think we love God, but Jesus was really clear. He said, if you love me, keep my commandments. The Bible also says that his commandments are not burdensome. 
He created those commandments to help us live a life within the context of his protection. Right from the very beginning, in the Garden of Eden with Adam and Eve, God enjoyed walking through the garden with them, spending time with them. And they enjoyed spending time with God as well. That is something that we should strive for in our lives. We love to spend time with our families and with our loved ones. Maybe it's around the holidays. Maybe it's on the weekends. But those are the things that we enjoy most. Those are the memories that we have, times spent in the past with our loved ones. So as we begin this adventure together, talking about truth, praying to God, hearing testimonies, and hearing how God is using other people in this world, I pray that it will be a time for us to grow closer to God, for us to depend upon God in a greater capacity. We live in a world right now that is unsure what the future may hold, but the Bible's clear. It teaches us exactly what's going to be coming in the future. The Bible tells us that we can have hope even in difficult times. And so together, I pray and I hope that we will be encouraged through God's word and through encouraging one another in this thing called life. So my friends, if you will allow me, I would like to lift us up in a prayer and ask God to bless our day. Father, we thank you so very much for your love for us. We thank you that you do want to have a relationship with us, that there's nothing that we can do to hinder your love for us. But God, we know there are things that we can do to be drawing closer to you. So I pray for each and every person listening to my voice. God, I pray that you would bless them and keep them. I pray that you would guide them and direct them along the path that you have for them. May they be filled with your Holy Spirit and may they embrace your truth as found in the pages of the Bible. For your glory, for your honor, and for your praise, we pray all these things in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. so much for tuning in to the Let's Talk Truth podcast. If you like the show, please share it with a friend. Let's show our community how truth is essential today. Leave a rating on iTunes and follow us on Instagram at Let's Talk Truth PR to keep up between episodes. Thanks so much for listening. I appreciate you taking the time to tune in. Until next time, please don't forget to seek truth in everything you do. Bye for now.